Hey everyone, welcome back to Unlock Meaning, where we explore the strategies and tools to live a life of meaning and significance in every season of your life. I'm your host, David Brolman, and I dream that you can live a life filled with purpose and passion. Thank you for tuning in to become happier, more fulfilled, and more passionate. Each week, I'm revealing tips, strategies, and mindsets that enable me to live a life of purpose and significance as a Christ follower, a scientist and executive biotech leader, and humanitarian. I'm also having conversations with people from all around the world who stopped playing it safe and instead shoot for something bigger that will make this world a better place so that you can gain new perspectives on living life with meaning and purpose. You can also find us on mymeaninginlife.com. Let's get started. Do you feel like life is slipping away without achieving your dreams? Take control and unlock the power of focusing on the right things to take your life to the next level. Do you ever feel like life is passing you by? That you're not making the most out of every single moment? That can be very frustrating. It's easy to get caught up in a whirlwind of distractions and lose sight of what's truly important. But it doesn't have to be that way. By learning how to focus on what matters and prioritize your tasks, you can make the most out of your time and achieve your goals more quickly. In this episode, I'm going to show you how you do just that. So stick around until the end. But before we start, I want to give you a free gift. I want to give you a checklist to make you successful right away. Just download it here in the show notes. Jesus was a man of focus, and one day he showed his disciples and all his followers how radical focus looked like. He was eating in Phoenicia, in the northern part of Israel, actually even further up north, and well, their schedule was exhausting because they were traveling and preaching, and they were enjoying the tasty flavors of all these local dishes. And then all of a sudden, a woman with her daughter entered. And she fell at Jesus' feet and said, Have mercy on me, Master, Son of David. My daughter is afflicted by an evil spirit. But Jesus remained quiet. He continued to eat. Please help, she insisted. And Peter said to Jesus, Rabbi, send her away. We want to have now fun and just relax. And Jesus said to the woman, Sorry, I can't help you. I've got my hands full dealing with the lost people of Israel. But she didn't give up, repeatedly asking him to heal her daughter. And her face impressed her so much that he finally relented and placed his hand on the girl's head. The evil spirit immediately left her and she smiled. That's quite a story. Let's look at what happened here. Because Jesus, what he's telling us, that focus is important. And Jesus' initial response to the woman may surprise you. It does surprise me every single time because the Son of God who came into this world not to be served but to serve refuses to help a woman in despair. That's crazy, isn't it? 
that doesn't correspond to the image of the Savior we have. How can he ignore her need? The one who commanded, love your neighbor as yourself, said no, because he was too busy? How can that be? I struggle to wrap my head around that since a person who tries to help anyone, anytime. Well, I've changed a bit over time, obviously. And in doing so, I often become overwhelmed. Through his story, Jesus teaches us the importance of having a radical focus, which means concentrating on those things in life that matter the most. During his short ministry on earth, he had a big vision to fulfill, to raise a group of followers who then would make disciples all over the world and extend mercy to all people. That's a pretty tall order, isn't it? To achieve such an ambitious goal, Jesus remained hyper-focused. He knew he couldn't do everything for all people and he avoided spreading himself too thin. So when multiple media channels bombard me with incessant bad news, such as reports of earthquakes and worldwide pandemics, starving people and bloody war in Europe, I want to immediately solve all of these problems. Wouldn't you too? But I realized that's not possible and I remember a piece of valuable advice a former boss once gave me. Choose your battles wisely. In other words, learn to focus on what's important. And Brian Tracy, the author of over 70 self-improvement books, writes, The ability to concentrate single-mindedly on your most important tasks, to do it well and to finish it completely is the key to great Success, achievement, respect, status, and happiness in life. To accomplish big things, you must remain hyper-focused. Our modern-day frenetic lifestyle make achieving radical focus even more of a challenge. We have so many distractions. For instance, Netflix and YouTube provide hundreds of thousands of programs that are available to watch anytime. Compare this to when I was in elementary school and we didn't have cable TV. We only had three, yes, three TV stations to watch and one of them was in another language. So if something interesting was on one of those channels, great, we watched that. If not, we just turned the TV off. It was that easy. Nowadays, often it takes nearly as long to wade through all of the available programs and select one as it does to watch the show. We have too many distractions. So I want to give you a very rule and then I want to give you some tips to help you focus. The first rule is the 80-20 rule. Because in the 19th century, the Italian economist Alfredo Pareto observed that about 80% of the land in Italy was owned by 20% of the population. Throughout the years, the same ratio has repeated itself many, many times. For instance, 20% of the products produced account for 80% of the profits, and 20% of Americans pay around 80% of total federal income taxes. In all cases, a small percentage of the people, 20%, controls a large percentage of the outcome, 80%. Many effective people have adopted the Pareto principle, so the 80-20 rule, to gain competitive advantage, gain a competitive edge. And this 
rule will help you become successful. Benefit from it too, because instead of investing equal amounts of time and attention in, in a variety of tasks, the 80-20 rule suggests that you concentrate on a few high-value tasks, the ones that get you the best results. In the words of Richard Koch, an expert on Pareto principle, he said, the few things that work fantastically well should be identified, cultivated, nurtured, and multiplied. So instead of working harder, this radical focus enables you to work smarter and still enjoy nearly the same results or even better results. The 80-20 rule is your secret to achieving more with less. So let me give you several tips to help you focus so that you can use your energy more effectively. Focus tip number one, know what matters. In our world of distractions, it is often difficult to discern what matters. In my corporate work, I receive dozens of emails every day. Were they all important? Certainly not. Most of them were trivial and yet I devoted way too much time responding to most of them rather than focusing on the few important ones. This was a waste of time and a drain of my mental energy. Instead of concentrating on my purpose, I allowed myself to be sidetracked. As self-improvement author Brian Tracy says, your ability to choose between the important and the important is the key determined of your success in life and work. You must learn to focus on what is important. When America committed to going to the moon in the 1960s, within seven years of Kennedy's speech, their space engineers needed radical focus to develop all of the technology necessary for a moonshot. They didn't have time to allow themselves to be distracted by unimportant details. No, such an ambitious objective forced the engineers to dedicate their entire focus to what mattered. And Warren Buffett, the most successful investor of our time, accumulated a huge fortune by adopting an investment strategy that few others imitate. Instead of going after all the shiny new investments available in the market, he concentrates his efforts on a few companies bearing high potential. He understands the power of radical focus. In his own words, you only have to do a very few things right in your life so long as you don't do many things wrong. Warren knows how to spot the important. Also, the Apostle Paul knew what mattered. He wrote, For Christ did not send me to baptize, but to preach the gospel. He realized that he had only so much time available to accomplish things. So he wanted to spend that time doing the most important task God had assigned to him. Teaching the good news. Jim Collins, the famous author and business consultant, realizes the importance of radical focus too. He says, if you have more than three priorities, you have none. My future business plan used to list five priorities I wanted to accomplish in the next three years. But I found I wasn't able to focus enough of my attention on any of them. So heeding Collins' advice, I redesigned my plan to include just three items. To do this, I had to make tough 
choices. For instance, even though I wanted to learn the Cambodian language Khmer when I was in Cambodia, I put that on hold to focus on my three most important goals necessary for me to get my rocket, my business rocket off the ground. A clear vision of where I want to be in three years enabled me to discern what matters the most. Focusing on what matters also applies to your daily tasks. Author Brian Tracy cautions us to resist the temptation to start the day by working on trivial things. Instead, he suggests we develop the habit of beginning with high-value tasks, the ones that take us closer to our goals. That way, you're working on what's most important to you when you are at your best earlier in the day. And make sure to continue with that task until you complete it. I used to check my email inbox as soon as I arrived at the office in the morning. I would spend a lot of time responding to all of the messages that others deemed to be urgent. Then I learned to identify and deal with only those that were important. You win your day. Every single day, if you focus on your priorities and don't surrender to other people's urgencies, you alone know your radical focus Focus tip number two, boil it down to the essentials. When the NASA engineers were designing the Apollo 11 rocket in the 1960s, they realized that every ounce counted. To overcome the pull of the Earth's gravity and reach outer space, the rocket had to attain a certain speed called the escape velocity, which required the engineers to minimize the weight of the rocket. They had to reduce the spacecraft to its bare essentials. Likewise, when Steve Jobs returned to Apple, the company was on the brink of failure. Reviewing the company's output, he saw they produced multiple versions of the same product. He revitalized Apple by having the company focus on four products. Just four. Jobs understood the power of essentialism. And leadership and business strategist Greg McCoon explains the concept this way. Essentialism is not about how to get more things done. It's about how to get the right things done. It doesn't mean just doing less for the sake of less either. It is about making the wisest possible investment of our time and energy in order to operate at our highest point of contribution by doing only what is essential. So I invite you to assess your priorities. Are all of them essentials? Are there any priorities you could remove to redirect your energy to your truly essential ones? In my search for essentialism, I found leadership expert Robin Sharma's 91-1 rule to be instrumental. He said, for the next 90 days, devote the first 90 minutes of your day to your most important project, nothing else. When you focus on one thing, magic happens. For instance, Pixar focused for three years on one single movie that, and that movie became the blockbuster hit. It was Toy Story. Extreme achievers like Buffett, Jobs, and the folks at Pixar show us that high productivity is about subtraction. Boiling things down to their bare minimum to determine what is truly essential. Focus tip number three. Here it is. Learn to say no. 
An essential tool needed to make a big difference in this world is the ability to say no. As Warren Buffett says, the difference between successful people and really successful people is that really successful people say no to almost everything. To provide yourself time to concentrate on your essentials, you need to say no often. In the late 1990s, the British rowing team decided to reach for the stars by setting the goal of winning the gold medal at the 2000 Summer Olympics in Sydney in Australia. This was an ambitious goal because the Brits had not won a gold medal in rowing since 1912. All through their training, they used one criterion to decide whether or not to do something. They asked themselves, will it make the boat go faster? So practice on a rowing machine for 90 minutes? Yes. Go to the pub for a few beers? (laughs) Unfortunately not. Jog five miles a day? Yes. Eat delicious fish and chips? Definitely not. Whenever the answer was no, the athletes would say, no, we're not doing that. And as a result, the British rowing team outpaced their competition and won the gold medal. The will it make the go faster filter gave this team a substantial clarity and informed them when they needed to say no. Hence, you must learn to say no to non-essential things. Focus tip number four, remove distractions. To achieve radical focus, you must eliminate distractions because when you can work uninterrupted, you can accomplish great things. Jesus understood the importance of removing distractions from his life. He would often go off by himself to think and pray, and sometimes for prolonged periods. For example, after a busy day preaching and feeding 5,000 people, Jesus chose to spend time alone. Matthew wrote, After he had dismissed them, he went up to a mountainside by himself to pray. Later that night, he was there alone and the boat was already a considerable distance from the land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. Jesus chose to spend quality time with his father in prayer rather than be distracted by the fears of his disciples who were in the boat fighting against the wind. Like Jesus, if you want to be a successful leader, you must remove distractions, fighting for your attention. These are some common distractions you may experience. Emails, text messages, social media posts, news on all channels, blog articles, the TV series everyone else is watching. The list goes on and on. Even though these may be entertaining activities, They can hinder progress on your big projects. When Apple included the screen time summary in one of their cell phone updates, I was shocked to find out how many hours a week I spend on social media. On my commutes to work, I would open a newsfeed at the bus stop or train station. From the newsfeed, I would click on a few interesting videos and then read yet another post. A couple of minutes of social media here and there added up to a few hours during the entire week, which was time I could have spent doing something better, something that leads me towards my goals. What's more, every single time I opened an app, my attention energy account was being depleted. 
leaving me less and less able to focus on what was truly important. I realized what a distraction my iPhone could be. As a leader, you must learn to spot possible distractions and then take action to avoid them. You get to decide where you focus your attention. And as McCoon says, when we surrender our ability to choose, something or someone else will step in to choose for us. It's up to you to be intentional about fighting off the many distractions that drain your energy and keep you from accomplishing what you want to with your life. So having a clear, radical focus for your life enables you to maximize the return on your efforts. By concentrating on what is essential to achieve your goals, your chances of success will multiply. As you say no to distractions and enlist the help of others, you'll free up your time to work in your zone of genius while working. Concentrate on one thing at a time. No multitasking and surround yourself with great people. Because achieving radical focus will build momentum toward accomplishing your mission. Thank you for your subscribes and thank you for your likes. And I'll see you in the next one. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. When we respond to God's calling, we find true joy and meaning. We have amazing resources waiting for you on our website, mymeaninginlife.com. If you've enjoyed today's session, please share it with your friends on your socials and help us review it on the platform you found us on. See you next time.